Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Episode 206 of the Get Around Podcast. We are post-Super Bowl right now. And I don't know about you guys, but I'll introduce you guys first. James Cook in the studio. Always happy to have someone in here with me to keep me company. We've got Andrew Rosenthal. He is still at home. Yeah. I mean, one of us can bragging about during the podcast. One of us can't. So. Bragging about being able to wear sweatpants at home. And eat popcorn. Roll out of bed. You're going to mm-hmm. eat during the podcast? I'm still going to be able to hear you chewing over there. Please don't do that. Well, I'm not at the moment, but I'm saying I can't. Okay. All right, so yes, welcome into episode 206 of the Get Around. Uh, the Get Around, of course, is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Uh, Jimmy John's has two locations in Traverse City. Freaky Fresh, Freaky Fast, Jimmy John's. Freaky, yeah. There we go. James is refusing to do it now. Uh, sorry, I was looking at the schedule. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking at our schedule. And now he's doing, now you're doing that as a joke. Your joke now, instead of saying "freak yeah" when I do the read, is, is to, to is to not do it and wait for Andrew to do refusal. it. So there is that awkward dead air. Yeah, I, I totally get it. Uh, we got a good show coming up for you uh, today. Last week did the girls fantasy basketball draft. This week we're doing the boys fantasy basketball draft. I'm hoping that I can get as good of a team uh, with the boys as I did with the girls. Really happy. I, I know I bragged about it uh, last week, but that's going to be a lot of fun. We're hoping to have Gavin and Mackenzie Bisball on the podcast as our guests, the brother and sister basketball duo. i uh, talk to them a little bit later. Right now it's kind of still up in the air, but if we get to that point and we do have it, that's great. Uh, if we get to that point and we don't have it, that is just how the, the podcast will go. It will just there, there won't be a guest this time. But or, or try to find somebody last minute. Try to find somebody last minute. That's also a possibility, but we'll, we'll see where we're at. Uh, when that time does come along. Uh, and then, of course, our Get Around Hall of Fame, talk about some of the athletes of the week in our coverage area, and then we'll finish out with the trifecta. But, boys, I wanted to start out with yesterday. The Super Bowl, I haven't had that much fun watching a game and then watching a halftime show. James, you came in here and said you couldn't believe how many people were mad about the halftime show. I thought it was the best halftime show I'd ever seen. I thought it was it, great. It was, it was incredible, especially for someone my age. Like I think it really hit my age, which is late thirties, mid I, mid to late thirties. Because, man, seeing Dre come up and then Snoop is there, and that's awesome. You got Fifty hanging upside the down, surprise, or Fifty the prize Fifty Cent uh, hanging upside down. Mary J. Blige was incredible. Kendrick Lamar. And then Kendrick Lamar comes in for, Kendrick, comes he, in for a song. He killed it. He was probably the best of it. And then Eminem comes up, and then they uh, the end was just perfect because as soon as I saw them, when I saw Dre sit down on the piano, I knew exactly what was coming. And when I've, I think I've said this before. I think we've done uh, a, a trifecta about it, but that would be if I was a baseball player, if I had a walk-up song, that's what it would be. It would be that piano right in the beginning. Oh, I was, I, I mean, people, I, I had a lot of people over at my house. Maybe not a lot. I had like seven or eight people over. And we were all losing our minds over it. What was the, what was the negativity? Who was, what were, what were the bad things about it? Oh, I texted my, on Twitter. I texted my mom. You know, trolls, probably. Everyone's got to hate. There's, yeah. There's, nobody, there's going to be no act that they could get for the Super Bowl halftime show that there will not be some trolls complaining about. I mean, 
I was I was talking to my wife about this. I'm like, you could have gotten the Beatles could have played the hit Super Bowl halftime show like in their prime, and somebody would have complained about you know these hippie kids, you know, or yeah, something. Get a haircut, you know, yeah, you know, or Led Zeppelin in their prime could have played in it. Get these hippies off the stage, or so. The, you know, I was never going to be a perfect people, one. I was one of those people who complained about the halftime show on Twitter. Uh, so I would like to offer my perspective of what I did not like. I don't even want to hear it, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, no, I, I swear to God, like I, I honestly, I, I don't care about whatever opinion you're about to, to give us. Right. No, right now, I don't care about it. And you're wrong. Your opinion is wrong. <laughs> I know opinions aren't often wrong, but whatever you're about to say, criticizing that halftime show last night, which was incredible, that ensemble that came together, was awesome. I'd love to hear what you're... I don't know how old you are, so you're younger than what you were seeing last night. You were... Unfortunately, you didn't get to experience that when it was when it was really happening. No, no, yeah. no. I have no yeah, complaints it's, about it's, the selection it's not in of his, artists. Uh, I, I, I'm, wheelhouse, my, I guess. My complaint is more about the set list and what kind of songs they played because these artists frequently collaborate with each other and I've made some of their best songs with each other. So you're saw the one, that a little you're, bit, you're, you're right up there with Harrison Beebe, uh, sports director at 7-4, who was upset that they didn't do Forgot About Dre. I'm upset they didn't do Gospel, which is the new song between Dre and Eminem. You know, Ride to La Die, and that one. Between Drake and Eminem? Dre and Eminem. Dr. Oh, Dre and Eminem. okay. Yeah, they were. it's the halftime show. You play the classics. You play yeah. the ones that everyone's going to know. You don't... You know, it's not a new song. If you if you go on SNL, Anderson then you Pack do it. Was, yeah. Anderson yeah. Pack was there too, and he uh, it's not he's a time for deep another tracks. song on the CP too, and uh, it, it's called ETA. And they didn't do that one. Right again, yeah. it's you're not playing a time the for hits. deep tracks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the hits that everybody knows. Right. It's the one where I text my mom and dad and say that was an amazing halftime show, and I get a text back from my dad and says, "Yeah." He's like, "Even your mom liked it." I was like, "I mean, that's that's big." They all passed the the Carol Queeley test for a halftime show, but I, I yeah, it, it was the game was great. It was a really good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it it was what we've been having during the playoffs. All, all during the playoffs, there've been a lot of good games, and I didn't really think this disappointed because it wasn't a blowout and it was close right down to the end, and that was, I mean, it was great. And I was happy that you didn't have a lot of. Uh, controversial calls. There was the one bad missed call on the face mask on the the one Bengals touchdown. Yeah, um, the one where the guy felt the defender fell down. Yeah, yeah, where he face masked uh, Jalen Ramsey. But aside from that, there wasn't like any big things. And then the the Bengals didn't win anyway, so it's like it's not people aren't complaining about that change in the outcome of the game. So it was nice to not have that in a Super Bowl or a. NFC Championship game or something like that for, for once. Yeah, it was just, it was entertaining, and it was one of those things where the fans got what they wanted. There, I, I didn't feel like there was, like there was a, a, a letdown at all. I didn't see many commercials, because as the host of, the, uh, of my party last night, when people were coming in and filtering out and all that, I'd have to be like, hey, here's where, here's where the food is, now here's that, here's that, there's the bathroom. And I'd go back and I'd, I'd watch a little bit of the game, and then I would go and I'd be the host again. But the one commercial that I did saw, that I, yeah, the one commercial that I did see, not did saw, I done seen. <laughs> the one commercial I done seen uh, was the 
the it was like a minute trailer for the Amazon series Rings of Power. The I I I was like on my knees in front of the TV like cheering because it looks awesome. I mean, I was a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Didn't really get into The Hobbit, either the book or the movie. I felt there was too much singing in the book and there was probably too much singing in the movie. There well. wasn't much in the movies. Okay. Well, I was just like this isn't this isn't for me. But the Lord of the Rings I loved. I mean, I bought the extended edition box set, and I, it was usually the day after Christmas, my younger sister and I, we would binge all of those. We'd get up at like 7 o'clock in the morning, and we would watch all three back-to-back, Fellowship, Two Towers, and Return of the King. All that extended edition, so the ones that are like three and a half, four hours long. And so seeing that, I was skeptical about it. I'm like, Amazon's really going to try, like Jeff Bezos is saying he wants to make, make the next Game of Thrones, can he really do this? And I saw the trailer, and I'm like, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. The Hobbit is really good, though. Um, the Hobbit, they basically, the original trilogy, they just redid it. Yeah, but almost. Uh, how it's, did like, it's almost like the same kind of progression, and the, you know the stories are very long and drawn out. And but the Hobbit is it's a thin book, and they turned it into three movies. Yeah, are there really three movies worth of, or th- yeah, three? Mo- stories worth of movies in, in the hobbit it's pretty drawn out and you know there's a lot of dialogue but it's a lot it's very similar stylistically to the other three okay like incredibly similar stylistically as far as how the movies progress and timing and you know dialogue that kind of stuff are you excited for the rings of power yeah i'm looking forward to that yeah a lot not until september we don't get it until september so we gotta we gotta wait a little bit yeah i'll have to make do with the new obi-wan yeah. series coming out pretty soon so so that, fun fact, uh, my cousin Mark had a role in helping Rocket Mortgage with the the, the one with Barbie and her winning a bidding war. I didn't Anna see Patrick. that one. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm telling you, the, the only commercial I remember, uh, or commercials, because I think they showed the trailer for the new uh, Jurassic World too, mm-hmm. right? And I had already seen that, and I'm also on board with that. The second one was horrific. The second Jurassic World was just terrible. But hopefully this... Uh, obviously, I like Netflix's one with, like, Knives Out 2, and there was the, the one where, like, the kid go, is coming from that, like, the kid is coming from back in time to help his future self or something like that. Um, and those are both, like, new Netflix movies. I, I thought that was cool because, like, okay, I have a subscription to Netflix. I can actually see this. I don't have to wait till it goes to theaters and then decide if I want to pay the 20 bucks. There was a Knives Out 2 commercial that I, don't, I missed? I don't yeah. I don't remember seeing that one. And it's yeah, not a knives out too. Well, and it's it's not a it's going to be on Netflix because it was I thought yeah. it was an Amazon Prime. The first one was an Amazon Prime movie. When the game wasn't on where we were at, it got very loud during the commercials, and you okay. just couldn't. And they didn't have the closed captioning on. Okay. So a lot of the commercials were just lost on me. We're going to actually probably tonight when I get home from work go through and like find some of the, those on YouTube and yeah. just take yeah. a look. I like the one with Leslie Jones, uh, Jonas Brothers, keeping up with Jonas Oh, yeah, Brothers. that was good. Yeah, whoever you are. I But I think I'm going to have to do <laughs> the same thing that James is, is going to do tonight. I'm going to have to go back and watch the commercial, commercials because I, I missed so many of them. Um, yeah, it was a car commercial, and there was uh, Leslie Jones and then um, Tommy Lee Jones, and uh, I forget the name of the woman that was the third one. Uh, 
Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones. Okay. Yeah, and they were all driving cars and kind of racing each other and everything. And it was a whole keeping up the Joneses. And then at the very end, Nick Jonas pulls up to the two of the next of them, and he says, he's like, it's keeping up with the Jonases or whatever. And Tommy Lee Jones is like, he's like, okay, whatever, whoever you are, and then drives away. <laughs> so I, I need to tell you guys, we're already 12 minutes in, so I'm going to make this brief. But I posted about this on Facebook, my adventures in plumbing. It was the first time... Uh, I needed to replace uh, the sprinkler on my, on my kitchen sink, right? There, the hose sprung a, a pinhole leak, and so thank God I, I noticed it when I did, uh, because it was it was basically just misting under my sink and getting everything wet. I was lucky that I found it when I did, and so the the quick solution that I did was I wrapped duct tape around it. Um, so I could still use it, but it got to the point where the duct tape started to, because there was still that moisture, started to go away. And I'm like, okay, I finally have to replace this thing. So I go to the Home Depot. I buy one. I also need to replace the door handle on my sliding glass door because I accidentally broke that. Uh, but that it, that's not really part of this story. So I, I, get, I buy a Kohler. I buy a Kohler replacement kitchen uh, sink sprinkler. I go home. I don't know how people are plumbers. I don't know how people fit underneath sinks because I'm not really, I'm not a, a big guy by any means, but I was, I, I thought at one point I was going to get stuck underneath the sink in the positions that I was in. It was, it was not fun. And when you're doing this, you have to, it's, it's a difficult job with one person because you're getting underneath the sink and then you got to get out and work on the top and then back under the sink and you had to do all these these different things and i'm having trouble because this is the first time that i've really done any plumbing work other than changing a u-valve under a bathroom sink and that's really just easy turn off the water drain or yeah drain it turn off the water drain it remove the u-valve and replace it so that's a piece of cake doesn't really require you to get underneath the sink so i i get i finally get all of it and i'm mfing left and right because i'm getting so frustrated and I'm like, I'm, all right, great. That's standard plumbing. I, I, I got it. This is going to be awesome. And then I go to hook it up to the water source, the final step. And it doesn't fit because the sink is a Moen. And I bought a Kohler without knowing that it was a Moen because it didn't have Moen written on it. And I also thought that just all... They would be universal. They would just be universal. Yeah. That, w that, that was my... sense. It sure would. So when I brought back, when I had to go back to the store and, you know, try to package the whole thing up, the guy at Home Depot was like, yeah, this happens all the time. I don't why, I don't know why they don't make them universal. And I was like, neither do I, because this is driving me nuts. So I finally get the, the mowing parts, but they're not actual mowing parts. They're like knockoffs that are, that will fit a mowing. And I'm not sure if it'll fit, so the guy that's helping me, he opens the package in the store. It does fit. I'm like, great. I wasn't sure then if it was going to fit the, the sprinkler itself because I had to buy those two different parts. So I take all of that open. I put it together in the store. I go home. I get it done. And this has been like a six-hour process because it still was leaking. The sprinkler itself was leaking because I didn't put plumber's tape and plumber's putty around the uh, where it screws in. And so I had to go back. To Home Depot and get that. Finally, after a five or six hour project, it was working. And you know that scene in Castaway where Tom Hanks finally makes fire and he's mm -hmm. dancing around, you know, and he's like, I have made fire. 
right? Mm-hmm. And he's so proud of himself, and he feels so good. That's what I felt like. I called my parents and was like, guys, I did it. I finally put this thing together. And so I just have a whole new respect for plumbers because I never want to do any plumbing ever again, and I, I don't know how... I don't know how they do it. I know one day I'm probably going to have to replace a toilet. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I'm speechless even thinking about it. So sorry. Uh, I just needed to tell that story and recount that. But I feel your pain because the one time I tried to replace my uh, faucet, I ended up flooding the whole kitchen because I unscrewed the main water valve. You didn't turn without. off the water first? Lessons were learned, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you do... That pod- was a fun call to landlord, let's just say that. <laughs> oh my god, that's brutal. But again, yeah, right when you go through these things and you do these projects, the first time you do it, you're going you're gonna to mess it up, and you're not going to do it the right way. But lessons were learned, as, as Andrew said. But, at least it was cold water. Otherwise, I probably would have been injured. So, well, that is that that is a good thing. Um, okay, yeah, I'm still thinking about how how long was that water running? How panicked uh, were you? Only, only like only like a couple seconds. Like it wasn't. Okay. Like I, I figured I pretty quickly had to turn it off, but there okay. was a bit of flooring damage. But all right. Well, hey, guess what? This is another week where I don't know how to segue to the uh, fantasy basketball draft. Last week we were talking about um, murderers and movie slasher villain, villains and all that, and I didn't know how to segue. And I don't even know this one. I mean, I don't... I got nothing here that's going to... that'll get us there. So let's just move right And now... It. And now... On to something completely different. <laughs> all right. Let us get into the 2022 Record Eagle Boys High School Basketball Fantasy Draft. Yeah, this one is going to be fun. Like, in the girls' draft, we, we, we all had a pretty good idea of who the top three picks would be. It's a matter of, like, which order they would be. This one, I have no clue. There is so much talent in boys' basketball this year, and there's going to be for the next couple of years. Yeah. A lot of these guys are, are, not, are junior sophomores, too. I think the first, like, six picks or so are just going to be completely based on personal opinions and how you want to construct your team. Yes. Rather than necessarily mm-hmm. who is the best players. Yeah. All right. So I lost the, the little pieces of paper. And we have pretty much every team in here. So like I said last week, if you want to uh, send us names for stat leaders, I'm gonna we we send out links to coaches just about every week. But that's also on our website. It's record-school.com/slash/basketballstats. Yeah, we're looking at you, Traverse City West. <laughs> All right, let me... Yeah, just make sure one of us drafts John O'Connor or... Uh, um, I got him on my list. Hershenberger. I'm, I'm probably going to yeah. take Hershenberger. I got to do the, the numbers real quick. All right, so si- since Andrew got to choose his, what the order, or the what number he wanted to... 
be picked first, what order. James, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and, and do it this time. You want to be, do you want to pick a number first, second, or third? Last week you, you just wanted to go last. Yeah, uh, it worked for me last time, so I'll just do that. I'll, okay. go, I'll go last. Andrew, do you want to go uh, first or second when I'm picking the numbers? Uh, second. Okay, so I gotta go first. Put it right up, picking guys. Them, picking them out of the Traverse City Roller Derby koozie. Yes. Yeah. Nope. So one of them guys, fell out. That's the one I'm gonna pick. The one that fell out. And I have uh, trouble. I have trouble. I have trouble opening what I folded. I got two again. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I had two last week. I don't want to. All right. I'm picking for Andrew right now. Yeah. I think she just Andrew should get number one, and we had the same order as last week. We're gonna find. We're so gonna, yeah, I'm gonna get back to back picks. It's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just win. Yeah, you guys are gonna get both of you are gonna get back to back picks no matter what. No, Andrew is three this time. So Jimmy James Cook. Oh, I pick one. Okay. He's got the Jimmy James Cook has the the number one pick. Okay. Let's do it. Let's go. So we're gonna do nine again. You guys want to do nine? Yeah. Nine, yeah. Nine, ten, whatever we do. Gives us a, gave a, a decent bench. There's 113 players on the board, so. Okay. Well, you can draft whoever you want. Yeah. I drafted somebody that wasn't on the board last week. Right. That's true. So. Do we just have about every team here? Uh, yeah, we don't have TC West. But that's the big one, I know. Yeah. But. Um, other than that, it's fairly complete. Um, there might be some schools here or there or that haven't updated their stats for a couple weeks, but there at least we have some stats there. What's great about yeah. this is these first three picks, they're all going to be great, just like last week. These first three mm -hmm. picks are all going to be solid. So, mm -hmm. James, are, have you have you figured out, did you think about what your, if you had the number one, what your what your choice was going to be? Oh, yeah. Who, yeah, I know who I'm going to go okay. with number one. All right. Uh, I am going to go... Uh, Wyatt Nausadis oh. from Traverse City, St. Francis. Probably the most complete player in the area. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he can he can score at will. He can bring the ball up, play point guard. He's he's six he four as well. Yeah, he can dunk. He can get on the break. Set people up. Uh, pretty good. Cool thing about Wyatt. Pretty good rebounder for his yeah. you know position. So. The coolest thing about Wyatt is just how much I've seen him grow since a freshman. He's had a varsity role. All for the last three years, and he's still a junior. So, let's. I wonder what next year he's going to bring. All right, so I'm up next. I got the number two pick, and there. Do I go with a big time scorer? That's you know that way you're looking at Brock Broderick out of TC Christian, who is leading the area in points with almost 27 a game. Do I go with Trevin Winkle, who has just been on fire as of late? Luke Hazelton from Glen Lake is also uh, right up there. Dylan Barnowski. Barnowski and Bramer from Lake Leland. Yep, Preston Marlott. Um, Keelan Pletcher out of Ellsworth. I mean, there's a lot of good, a lot of good high scorers there. But I, 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 I'm going to players in our area averaging I, 20 points a game. I am so. going to take the top scorer off the board, and I'm going to take Brock Broderick, Broderick out of TC Christian. Yeah, I mean, Broderick scored 15 points against uh, Dylan Barnowski and Sean Bramer. So. And the thing is, he would be he'd be higher up, but TC Christian is often blowing out their opponents, and 
So that means the starters aren't playing every game. I mean, Brock scored, I think, 25 in probably a quarter and a, a half because coach was just taking them out and saying, we're, I mean, they were killing Forest Area. And there was oh, just, yeah. you know, there was, he, he, the coach was like, there's just no reason to, to, to rub it in. And they have a couple of good games coming up in the next couple of weeks. They got Buckley this yeah. week. Tomorrow, Tuesday. And, yeah, and then next week, next week Wednesday or Thursday, I think it is, uh, they host Lake Leelanau St. Mary. Yeah, and they're, they are a really fun team to watch. So, all right, Brock for me. Andrew, you got back-to-back picks here, buddy. Yeah, so I kind of hinted at this in my the last thing I was saying, but there's four players in our area that are averaging a double-double. And there is one player in our area that's averaging 20 and 10. And that's Sean Bramer from Lake Leelanau St. Mary. Just a force inside. He's done well against just about every team he's played against. He's the type of player you want on your team with the leadership skills he provides to St. Mary and Sutton's Bay in football. And he's a junior like Wyatt, so there's plenty of upside for him. And I don't know what I'm going to do with pick number four. Still a lot of choices. Oh, yeah, there's plenty. Let's take Cole Gemma from Cadillac. Okay. Uh, 20 points in the Big North Conference, and it's just, what, he's six foot seven? So they've, they've been leading the, B, the BNC all year this year, so it's it's good to, good to see that out of him. This is kind of an easy pick for me, but I'm going between the, these two, uh, and I'll tell you, it's either for my pick. We're, we're back to me now, right? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Uh, Andrew did his, his two. So for me, it's either Trevin Winkle or Luke Hazelton, and I want. Though, I mean, those are going to be my two big guys, Brock and either Winkle or uh, or Hazelton, two big guys who are also scores, mm-hmm. and that one's really tough. I'm hoping that one of my uh, one other player is going to be on the board eventually when it gets back to me, maybe by uh, the fifth round. But I'm gonna, I'm going to take. I want offense. I'm going offense here. So give me Trevin Winkle. He was so impressive in that game the other night against Lake City. And he was being guarded by Gavin Bisball a lot of the game, who, you know, is also like 6'5". Trevin's like 6'3 and a half, 6'4", something like that. And, man, he is just impressive. Yeah. He just, he can score every way. He is really good at making his own shot, and he's an excellent shooter from everywhere. He can hit threes all around the perimeter. He's got a great pull-up mid-range jumper that you don't see a lot of high school kids having. And then he can also take the ball to the rack, too. Yeah. I'm I'm happy w- with those two. I mean, now I can't, given the way I'm constructing my team, I can't take Luke Hazelton in, in any future round unless he's a, there for when we're picking the bench, uh, which I can't imagine he's going to be. But... Yeah, I, I just, I, I wanted to have, I thought it'd be cool to have two larger and, and big-time scorers. So, all right, James, you got back-to-back now. I'm, I'm going to go big here, and I'm going to go Luke Hazelton. <laughs> no, it's surprising. I, he wasn't going to be on. Were you also between Winkle and Hazelton? Yeah, yeah. I, so I whatever one I took, you were going to take the other. Yeah, I was hoping that in the first round I would be able to get either Nasadis or Winkle to get myself a like a premier scorer, and then the next two rounds I wanted to go big. Yeah. So I'm going to go Hazleton, and then after the Hazleton, I am going to go with Preston Mallpass from East Jordan. Oh, the Mallpass so brothers. Got, so I've got 6'8 and 6'7 in the middle. 
That's that good. to me now? Because you can't no, 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 it's, uh, teach height. You can't. You can't. Thank you for saying height. Some people say height, and it drives me crazy. Like, there is not an H on the end of height. And it's, yeah. Okay, back to me. Uh, I mean, yeah, Brock can be the guy that, that brings the ball up the up the court, but... You got a couple good point guards still sitting out there that I think would be perfect to pair with with Brock. Okay. And have him play off the ball. What, what are your suggestions, then? I, I would say Barnowski. You think Dylan Barnowski? Yeah, or Evan Solomon, Anthony Reibel. Ooh, Reibel would, would be a good one, but... Maybe those guys can run the point for you. He's not... Reibel's not a point guard. B- Bordeaux runs the point for uh, TC Central. He can. They, they just don't because they have Bordeaux. But I think he totally could. Okay. Yeah, next year I totally see him stepping in that at role. I like Keelan Pletcher out of Ellsworth. I like Braden Steenwook out of Ellsworth. Pletcher's another one of those guys who is really good at creating his own shot. I mean, and Gavin Bisball, our guest today, he's he's still on the board through six picks. And he, Yeah, he's a guy that he's averages rebound leader 18 too. and 12. Yeah. And then, yeah, you've got Barnowski, who's uh, twenty-one, almost yeah, twenty-one and, and six. I believe he's. Let's the lead. Let, let's go, Gavin Bisball. Okay. All right, taking the rebound leader. This was pit, round three picks. Yeah, you got back to back, James. Who was your second pick in your Preston Mall pass? Oh, that's right. I thought about doing this earlier, and then I was sweating it out as you guys were picking. Uh, I want to I want to match up the two uh, Eagles. So I'm going to pick Dylan Barnowski from uh, Lake Illinois St. Mary. You know, I, I I I think this gets overlooked, but they're both averaging 20 points a game on the same team. So I, a lot of those are assists to each other too. When one's open, they and Barnowski's know it and they leading can the and Barnowski's leading the area in assists by a right. lot. Right, eight a game. So that's like almost unheard of for a high school player. I, I, I wish I did this earlier, but now I'm, I'm putting the two. Uh, like we and I Eagles together, and I'm gonna put take Bernowski for a pick number for round three for well, me. That's a that's a great move because they're lethal together. Oh yeah, yeah, they play well off of each other. Between Caleb Stuck and Ty Brightup is like a defender. Ooh, I'm gonna take someone from the Bensey team. You know that some someone from the Northwest Conference. I feel like pretty soon we're going to get to see some pretty good NWC games as they close in on the late title with three games and three teams in the race for it. Jackson Childers. Or is it Childers or Childers? Childers. Jackson Childers. Yeah. yeah. We had his, uh, what? Jackson Childers for uh, Benzie Central. One of the only premier dunkers. About 11, yeah, only averaging about 11 points a game, five, four and a half rebounds, three assists, but man, his defense. He's got five steals and, like you said, one of the premier dunkers from, and, from and, this Huskies team. Yeah, and part of the reason why his numbers are so low is because they have so many other options on that team. Oh, yeah. If you put him on a team where he was, you know, the number one option, he'd be averaging 18, 20 a game for sure. You look at their front court, and they have, like, three or four guys that are all six feet tall. So I think that's really cool. Back to me then. Okay, so this guy, he's he's a little lower uh, on, on the board. But I know he's an athlete. I know he's good, and... I know that he, despite it saying that he has he's averaging zero rebounds and zero assists for the year, I'm assuming that's only because they don't keep track of either of those. Or or they didn't he already didn't meet the, the minimum for the to be put in the leaders so the coach didn't bother. 
Okay. So it would be maybe just under five rebounds a game or something. All right. I am going to go to the Iron Men of Mancelona. And I'm going to take... I know he's way down on the board. He's not even in the top 50. I'm going to take Justin Ackler. He's an athlete. He is... He's an he's an aggressive. He's a good aggressive guard. Yep, can get to the get to the lane, finish. Yeah. and draw fouls, get he, to the line. He plays hard, and that's what I think I need. I've got a lot of good defender too. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's what I mean. That's the, the the aggressive part is he's he wants to score, but he doesn't want you to score, and that's kind of even the the bigger thing for him. Because I've got right now, I've got some finesse players on there, and I think I need someone out there, an enforcer kind of setting the tone and getting all of his other guys riled up. So, yeah, I'm going to take Ackler out of Mancelona. Okay, so I got my size and I got my point guard and scorer in. Why not say this? Hmm. So many options right here. I mean, J.J. Uh, Weber out of East Jordan looks good. And, again, he's down in the list. That's the crazy thing about this is there's there's so much depth on this on this list. Yeah. J.J. Weber's a big boy, too. And oh yeah, yeah. He's uh, I don't know. He's probably about six five, but he's he's big. You can't get him out of the post. He's Although built. he's he's kind of a stretch player. He mo- he shoots threes more than anything. Um, so, but uh, I am gonna go with Evan Solomon out of Charlevoix. Nice to complete my backcourt there, and then I will get my small forward, I guess, for this lineup which is going to be John O'Connor from Traverse City West. One, right. of the, one of the other premier dunkers in the area. And just a pretty good all-around player. I'm going to go with this guy next. Uh, I nominated him last week or a couple of weeks ago for Athlete of the Week. And this is because I saw him and he's. it was, uh, it was one of the few boys games that I've been to that I've been able to go see in person. And... I watched him and I watched his value to the team when he was on the court and then I saw his value even more when he was off the court and I'm going to go to the Lakers uh, out there in Glen Lake and I'm going to take uh, Connor Chowick. I, I just love the way he plays basketball. He is he's got he's got a Wyatt Nostatus feeling to him and that's I want that on a team since you mm-hmm. took Wyatt um, I'm, like, I'm like who is who, who is just a, maybe a step below that, but still on the same playing field. And I, I think that's uh, Connor Choic. And that completes, I'm happy with that starting lineup that I have. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. He's was the quarterback for Glen Lake. And I swear to God, if he wasn't injured, they probably would have beat points into the year, uh, the year uh, about two years ago when Finn Hogan was last with him. So getting next is to me. And I'm going to go with another defender to round out my starting five. And this defender, I was thinking about putting him up for Hall of Fame this week just because of the way I saw him guard players that have several inches on him. Josh Hershberger from Traverse City West. You know, Ludington was a great team. They they have tall players and a really good point guard named David Chillinger. And Coach Doug Bauman really highlighted the way that Josh defended and still put up like 15 points and seemingly puts up double digits every single game. And then, also going to stay in Traverse City for the next pick, and we're going to throw... I think I'm also staying in Traverse City for, for my pick, but I could I could change things up here. Maybe he's thinking your guy. 
He might be, and then he'd make my decision a lot easier. Take Kyle Kazanowski from Buckley, actually. Nice. That's a good pick. Every single game, I just, every single time I hear him, uh, I, I take a call from Buckley, it seems like he's averaging double digits. Like, it wasn't just this year. Yeah, and he's it's, the guy that can fill a stat sheet. Like, he will have points, rebounds, assists, eight, steals. Average. So I, I like that pick for sure. All right, so my first bench pick right here. I thought my job was going to be easy. I thought it was. I'm, I'm like, am I going to stay in, in Traverse City or am I going to go to Ellsworth? for a couple of a couple of options there. Oh man. I mean, how do you not take Keelan Pletcher right now? He's been sitting on the board for quite a while. How do you how do you not oh, take Oh, I mean, just like we were saying with Kazanowski, it's been like this for several years with him and the Ellsworth Lancers. Yeah. I mean twenty one and a half a game, six six and a half rebounds, almost four assists and almost four steals a game. Yeah. I gotta take him, and then I'm gonna hope that my Traverse City guy is is still on the board when it comes back to me. And I'm gonna guess again that it's not, just based on uh, James taking Hazelton uh, out from under me. But I mean that was my fault. I could have taken Hazelton when I wanted to. Okay, but I think I got. So you wanted a big guy from Traverse City? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> not really sure. Oh, um, I uh. I'm actually going to take here. I'm going to get another scorer for my for my backcourt kind of um, here, which is the second leading scorer in our area, Preston Marlette. Wow, he hasn't been from Johannesburg, Lewiston. And he also, I mean, averaging 22.6, 7.7 boards, two steals, and a block. My secondary scorer off the bench, and then you know I got to add some some size to this team again. I got to have some size coming off the bench. So I am going to take from Petoskey, who's not on this list, Brady Ewing, and get myself a six foot seven forward who can score. All right. Yeah. Central Lake, Garrison Barrett. I'm just I'm pulling the trigger right now. I'm not even going to think about it. That that's who I'm going with. Uh, Nineteen and a half a game. Uh, another, an, I think a good bench guy that can come in mm-hmm. and. He can he can relieve some of the scoring starters, and and not lose a step. So, Garrison Barrett for me. For I think I anticipate. I think I'm anticipating who you were talking about earlier from Trevor City Central. Yeah. And I am. The, the more I think about it, the more it makes sense. Yeah. Caden Warner. Oh, Caden Warner. Okay. Caden Warner. I, I I really need a big score, a guy off the bench that can get points when I need it, and also happens to be just a lineman that can play basketball pretty darn well. I mean, he was on parallel 45 with guys like Dylan Craig. Uh, yeah, a, a great, guys great rebounder and a great defender in the post, too. And, and just a great energy guy. Yeah, we've talked about yeah. it before on this podcast. He is he is so much fun. He is, he is a player who's like, hey, guess what, guys? I want to play basketball, but I'm not going to – and, I mean, I'm going to – I'll be competitive – and I'll, I'll do that, but I'm not going to do it in a super serious way. He's like, I'm going to go yeah. out there, I'm I'm playing a game, I'm a kid, I'm playing a game, and I'm, I'm going to go have fun, and I am, I'm going to throw something at the opponents that they've never seen before, because you just don't expect a guy of his size to be out there yelling and stomping his feet and trying to just get into the head 
of of the opposition. He's he's great. I mean, Andrew, when I was interviewing him. That is such and a good And when I was interviewing pick. after the game, after outside the locker room, I never did my story. The guy was, like, still bouncing from side to side. That's how much energy he had. And, and that, now I think about it, um, I'm going to pick another guy. It's from Parallel 45 going on to play college basketball. Dylan Craig at a Grayling. 13.5 points per game, 7 rebounds. Great dunker. He's probably, like, 2 or 3 a game. So, yeah, he's, great athlete. He is, a, he, and he's strong. Like, he's, he's a powerful player out there. And I have a feeling he won't come off our bench uh, most some games. Like, we'd have to change up the starting lineup a lot, but... So those, yeah. are, your, those are your two? Yeah, Craig and uh, okay. Aiden Warner. The question here is, do I go to Boyne City or do I go back to Ellsworth? But I think I'm going to go... I'm going to go with the Ramblers. I'm going to take Alex Calcaterra. You know, he's the kid that got his feet taken out from under him when he was going up for a dunk and ended up falling on his face. Uh, but I think he came back either the next day, because I remember getting uh, or, or seeing an email from uh, Randy, his dad. He's like, he's, he's back already? He's like, yeah, he's fine. So, tough kid. So I'll, I'm going to take Calcaterra out of Point City. So when you have two rounds left. This is it. These are your final picks. These are my final picks. Yeah. Oh, wow, there's a bunch of good players out there. Yeah, I'm going to feel, uh, do you want to, should we go 10? Yeah, why don't we do that? Let's we do have, ten we rounds. Five back, we have five backups, yeah. five starters, and, and a backup for every position. I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, that makes my decision, I guess, a little bit easier because I was like, there's some of these guys. I just wanted to have all these guys here. Uh, I'm going to go to Ellsworth and go with Braden Damn it! Steenwick. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I just like that he can do a bit of everything. You know, he's like, and he's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, and, and confident. Confident, can pass a lot. Um, that, that game with Lake Leona, I was... So disappointed, that, not in him necessarily, um, that he got into so much foul trouble, and I wasn't able to watch him play much of the game at all. But when he did, man, he was just there impacting the game. Yeah, great pick. I mean, obviously that's who I was going to take next, I'm hoping. But I was like, he's got two picks. There's no way that Steenwick is falling back to me. Okay, so then do I add size again? I got a bunch of size on my team. I am going to take... Kind of similar to what I did in the girls' draft, I'm going to take what I think is the best perimeter defender in Northern Michigan, in Spencer Ball from Elk Rapids. Nice. Uh, just so that I can have a defender come off the bench and be a one-man full-court press. You know, I think I'm going to stay in Elk Rapids and take Mason Travis. So now it is Andrew, and you are making the two final picks. Uh, yeah, it has to be Nick Stevenson for me from Frankfurt. Only averaging about 10 points a game, but I feel like it would be a whole lot more if he wasn't coming off an injury. So, and I think he's going on to pick college sports somewhere. So I always got a good group, and they're always in contention for the league there. Super talented, uh, super athletic, oh, yeah. and smart. He's an intelligent ball player. Only two guys that were averaging 10 and 10, at least, got drafted. And one was by me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna correct this wrong and take number three of Caleb Stuck, Charlotte Boy. My pick is easy. He's still on the board. Uh, I had one Gavin. I'm gonna add another Gavin. So I already had actually I already had one Gavin B. I'm gonna add the other Gavin B. And I'm gonna grab uh, Gavin Bebel out of uh, Gaylord St. Mary, who's averaging almost 18-8 and eight with uh, three assists and uh, 
a little over two steals a game. Brother-sister combination drafted. That's right. The Bizballs and then the Bubbles. Yep. All right, back to me for my last pick. Yeah, this is it. This is the final is pick. So this is the not Mr. Irrelevant because all of these players are relevant. Yeah, so I've got like my backup center with Ewing. But I'm just going to go and make my team huge here. Um, and, and this kid is pretty raw still, but he's a six foot eight freshman. And that's Garrett Mobley from Brethren. Um, Jeez. He's, he's six foot eight as a freshman and can move. He just, you know, he just needs to be, he just needs to fine tune his game a bit and he's going to be really, really good down the road. I mean, there is still, let's see, there's still a two, a player averaging a double double and there's still like plenty of players in double digits that are still there. Yeah. That's the tough part about this one. Someone's got to be, some people have to be left off the draft list of 30. And I, we're not even, we're probably not even taking the top 30 players, right? No, because no, that last one, I mean, Mobley's not. There's, there's players that are better scorers and better all-around players than Mobley. I took Mobley because he's six foot eight. Right, and you're trying to build a team. You're trying to find players that complement one another. Yeah, yep. And on my bench, uh, you know, I always want another big guy on the bench because foul trouble is going to come. If you're actually playing a game with these guys, uh, my starting lineup is uh, Wyatt Nasadis, Luke Hazelton from Glen Lake, Preston Mallpass from East Jordan, Evan Solomon, and John O'Connor. So I, I like that going 6'4, 6'8, 6'7, 6'1, 6'5 in that starting lineup with some scoring there. And then Marlotte, Preston Marlotte, or Marlette, sorry. I thought it was Marlotte. Uh, I think it's pronounced Marlette. Is it Marlette? Yeah. Um, off the bench, gives me another six-foot scoring guard who can also rebound. Brady Ewing gives me height at 6'7". Uh, another post player for Petoskey there. Braden Steenwick, a guy at 6'4", six, 6'5"-ish six, that can kind of do it all. Spencer Ball, the best defender that I've seen this year on the perimeter. And uh, he's just so intense and just gives point guards just nightmares. And then Garrett Mobley from Brethren, 6'8", uh, freshman to give my team some more some more height there off the bench. All right, I'll, I'll run down mine. Lots of offense. Brock Broderick from Traverse City Christian, Trevin Winkle from McBain NMC, uh, Gavin Bisball from Lake City, Justin Ackler from Mancelona, Connor Chowick uh, from Glen Lake, Keelan Pletcher from Ellsworth, Garrison Barrett from Central Lake, Alex Calcaterra from Boyne City, Mason Travis from Elk Rapids, and then Gavin Bebel from Gaylord St. Mary. And then for me, it was, I have the, the Lake Luton St. Mary duo of junior Sean Bramer and Dylan Bernowski, Cole Genmuff from Cadillac, 6'7", Kyle Kaznowski from Buckley, Dylan Craig from Brailing, so, uh, you know, entertain the crowd with some dunks, uh, Caleb Stuck from the Charlevoix, Nick Stevenson from Frankfurt, Jackson Childers from Benzie Central. Um, then off the bench, we have Caden Warner from Traverse City Central and Josh Hurd from Traverse City West. Well, that was fun, boys. Hopefully right now we are going to move from the fantasy draft into our guests, which would be Gavin and Mackenzie Bisball. We're fingers crossed that we'll do that. Uh, so go ahead and take a listen to that interview right now. Well, uh, unfortunately, we were not able to get in touch with uh, either Gavin or Mackenzie. Uh, we will hope to do that next week. Uh, we certainly want to have them on. Uh, but uh, with that in mind, there no athlete interview this week. Hopefully we're going to change that next week, obviously, but uh, we will just continue on with the show uh, right after this. Thanks. Um, let's get into the Get Around Hall of Fame and our Athlete of the Week nominations. Uh, we have a, a lot of good ones. I, I have one I'm certainly going to vote for, but my 
first up, I'll, I'll give my nomination, and that is uh, Shea Harmison uh, out of Traverse City Central Hockey. Uh, notched his first career varsity hat trick uh, and picked up an assist in a 7-0 win against Gaylord on Saturday. And that was after playing the night before in the Veterans Cup and then having to travel to Gaylord for a 12:30 puck drop. And you do that, you score a hat trick, pick up an assist. That, that's pretty good. And uh, Like I also have uh, Central picked up their 15 win, 15th win, and that's something they've only done twice in, in the last 10 seasons. Uh, and then we got take two of the McCulloch Cup coming up yep, on coming Thursday. Up yep. So that is my nomination. James? I will put up Trevin Winkle from McBain NMC. Uh, he came into that game that I was at uh, last week, uh, Thursday night, and he needed 38 points to hit 1,000. And how many did he get? And he got 38, 38 exactly. <laughs> uh, and, you know, he comes, he's a kid who comes in averaging like 21, 22 a game. His, high, his career high was 33, which he had done like twice in the last couple of weeks. But he'd never gotten above that. And then he scores 38. Um, and the coach didn't even know exactly. Uh, you know, Kyle Bentham had taken him out of the game with like a minute something to go. And then one of the assistant coaches is like, hey, he's two points away from from 1,000. Yeah. So he puts him back in with, a, like, with about a minute to go. And immediately Lake City commits a foul on an inbound pass that puts them in the double bonus. And he goes to the line for two free throws. Well, weren't they on the road and there was a conversation between him and the coach, like, do you want to do it here on the road or do you want to do it at home in our next game? They were No, they were home here and they would have been, Oh, okay. The, I think, on the road. In their, actually, okay. no, they would have been home their next game, too. All right. I had it backwards. So, but, uh, but, yeah, he decided, eh, we'll just get it done All right. against a rivalry game in front of a packed gym. Good one. Andrew, your nomination? Yeah, I'm going to go with Will Hopla, our guest last week, um, who not only defended his state championship, but won three of them this weekend. So Will won two individual titles. He won the sprint and the race. He was first in that with the time of 1844. And then the Vasa Raptors won the state championship as well. So Good nominees this week, as we always, uh, as we always do. Uh, can I get us started off on voting and who I'm going to go for? Sure. All right. Uh, I, I am going to go to the Vasa Raptors and Will Hopla. I, I think leaving there with three championships is, is huge, two individual. And again, like you said, defending uh, one of them and then the team championship as well. Uh, he just, he, he dominated. So for me, that's that's my vote. I mean, Winkle, this is, I think, the second or third time that he has been up for Athlete of the mm-hmm. Week. and. If he doesn't get in soon, he will be the first one in our retroactive Hall of Fame. Yeah, he should be. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with Hall, with uh, Hopla too. Okay. State, state. That, that's my policy. If you win a state championship, <laughs> I'm gonna vote for you pretty much. That makes my vote of Winkle irrelevant because uh, I mean, 38 points is like only like I mean, obviously Brock Broderick had 40 to start the year, but 38 points is still quite a bit. <laughs> it's hard to not vote for that. So. Yeah, and they didn't keep track of field goal percentage, but I. He had to be in like 80% Wow! for the night. Like, he just did not miss hardly at all. Uh, so sorry, Trevin, but congratulations, Will Hoppala, of the Vasa Raptors in Traverse City Central. You are the latest inductee into the Get Around Hall of Fame, the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. All right, moving on to the trifecta. Uh, 
with the Super Bowl now behind us, but I'm still curious to know in watching that last night, if you could play in a championship game, which one would you choose? Like, would it be any of the major sports? And you just, you're allowed, you're like, you're, you are a premier athlete in this sport. That's the fantasy that we're, mm -hmm. that we're in. So you are, you're good at whatever sport that you play and you're in the championship. Which one, which one do you want to participate in? Wow. It's hard to think of a bigger spectacle than the Super Bowl. I mean, that's just watched by everybody in it, worldwide, even. Yeah. But of course, but, but to go worldwide, bias. yeah. But to go worldwide would be like, uh, like the gold medal game in hockey in the Olympics yeah. or something like that. I was even thinking World Cup in soccer. That's True. monstrous. Or like Champions League final, like between that that that, that like guts two fan bases from two countries together. Or how about uh, being? How that's about what being, I was. How about being in the final pairing at the Masters? Oh, that is a good one. I didn't even go golf, but that is a very good one. I can't imagine the pressure of being in the final pairing at the Masters. No, walking up to the tee every single time, I don't, I don't think I'd be able to swing the club. I would do what I did the first time I golfed with my, with my grandpa, um, and this was at the Gaelic Open. It was a... Um, tournament that my family held every single year and you could play your when you were a freshman in high school that's when you were allowed to start participating in this and so I did and since it was my first year I went off with the first group and I went off with with my grandpa as kind of a ceremonial thing and I'm the first one up there and the entire tournament of people that is there watching me do this and I take a swing and I hit the ball off the heel of my club, the, but the back of the heel of the club. And the ball goes between my legs. I don't even know how that's physically possible, right? But it goes between my legs, it bounces on the cart path, and it goes underneath the tree. I'm mortified. And then I have to go looking for this ball. It was... It was brutal. I mean, I played decently for a 14-year-old after that, but oof, not a good way to open in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I won off on a tangent again. Andrew, uh, yeah, oh. I was I was gonna say I was gonna say uh, I I wouldn't want to play in the Champions League final, just because like you get you have like a hundred thousand people in the stands. Like some of those some of those stadiums in Europe are bigger than what they have in the U.S. That's why I don't want to get a team in London so bad. So that's what I'm gonna go with that. All right. I, being a baseball fan, I'm going to go with the, the World Series because when it's when the World Series is rocking, it is, it's rocking. I mean, the stands, it, it just blows up when something big happens in the World Series. And, uh, I mean, I still remember, ding, uh, Comiskey Park uh, blowing up when Paul Canerco hit the, uh, hit the, hit the Grand Slam. Uh, in in the World Series and just everyone losing their mind and then later on in that game Scott Pitsednik hitting a walk off home run and I mean as a White Sox fan you couldn't ask for a better game than that so I'm going World mm -hmm. Series all right so James final pairing at the Masters that's your pick I think that would be a pretty sweet one yeah if if you were actually good enough to be able to do it and not, but that's what I'm and saying not crap your pants like I would in, in a fantasy world we are we are good enough uh, like I actually enough to do that. I actually played in the semi-competitive tournament this 
this uh, summer. Clay and I did. We entered in like, like this little series of tournaments that they had. It was nine holes. And, yeah, we had to start on the first tee. So it was like a shotgun start. So mm-hmm. everybody was on different tees and everything. Like that. So we were on the first tee, so all the people who weren't golfing that were there were watching us yep. tee off and everything. And I just shanked my drive. <laughs> and I don't, think I, hit a, I don't think I hit a drive straight until about the sixth hole. I was just... I was playing. We were playing with these people who were so much better than us in our group. You know, so was, you, know you had two pairs in your group, mm-hmm. and you weren't necessarily playing against. You were playing against everybody, but right. the people in our pairing were so much better than us, and, and it was just, it was so bad. All right. Well, boys, I'm gonna wrap up the show because I gotta get home. I gotta pick up my new puppy, and I gotta take him for to the vet for the first time. So this will be uh, the end. Episode 206 of the Get Around Podcast. Thanks to James Cook. Thanks to Andrew Rosenthal. And thank you to me, Brendan, as the host. Uh, So, again, thanks to our, and I haven't used this one in quite a while, our Audible viewers. It's one of the things that I used to say. Uh, Thank you to uh, all of our Audible viewers for listening to the Get Around Podcast. Episode 206 in the books. 